Hey you guys, what's up? We're the Otaku Couple. I am Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. This is the review episode of Kato, The Right Answer. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. All right, let's give you a quick little rundown of Kato, The Right Answer. Um, it's only 12 episodes. We watched it dubbed on Verve. It's a sci-fi psychological anime, I guess. Um, I so. Yeah, maybe, maybe, we should, maybe they should have another category, just like like mental. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it gets your brain going. It definitely gets your brain going. It'll have you thinking for sure. Um, but it's not a thriller. But it's not a thriller. Um, when you watch the first episode. Um, it's not going to seem like a sci-fi show, but trust me, it is a sci-fi show. Yeah. And I highly recommend it to just go into the first episode blind because it's really, really good and then come back. But um, if you uh, think otherwise, you know, keep listening. Or if you've already seen it. Yeah, I feel like that's fair warning. Yeah. So um, the things we really liked about it without going into spoilers is that uh, it kind of continues to give you the... You can't anticipate it, I guess is what I would say. Like, There's a it, word for that. It's unexpected. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah, it's unexpected. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah, so it's just like whatever you think is going to happen, like, that's not it. Yeah, so like if you guys listen to our regular podcast, you know that one of my big things when I'm watching anime is that I don't like to be able to predict every single thing that's going to happen. And honestly, Kato, the right answer is the perfect solution to that. It's the right answer for that. Because um, you will never guess what is coming up next, what's going to happen next, how things are going to play out. None of it is predictable. Yeah, it's not predictable at all. And it's a it's a really fun ride. I mean, I personally really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was absolutely worth the watch. But I think that's pretty much all we can say without going into spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to take a quick break and come back. All right, we are back. So if I, you're still listening, we're assuming that you're okay with the spoilers. Or you've already seen the anime. Yeah, in which case you've already spoiled yourself. Yep, so we don't have to worry about it. So this anime is totally crazy and that twist at the end of the first episode like because it seemed like it was just going to be like a mild-mannered like regular slice of life-ish yeah. type of anime and so, then like, the giant cube just dropped out of the, the sky yeah so like that whole first episode you're thinking okay shindo is just like this really great negotiator he's the best in the country he's got a lot of respect he's got a lot of clout you know this is going to be him on his you know throughout his life you know negotiating as the terms get bigger and bigger because the first one it's not really that big it's like the government trying to negotiate with a factory to purchase their land and the you first get this hint like that oh this isn't going to be predictable because in that first episode you think that you know the government and this factory guy are just going to be at each other's throats they don't like each other because they have they hint that they've got this history together and it turns out like no they're bros 
And the government guy was like, yeah, I was just sitting on this plan because the plan has been that they were to, ha- to buy the land. They were sitting on it for like 20 years. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I just finally pushed it through because I figured you were getting up there in age and I'm getting up there in age. So I figured I pushed it through, give you some money to settle, settle down on. And, yeah. Give you, know, you a nice little retirement, you know. Yeah. I was just I was setting you up. But I mean, if you ain't want it, you could have just told me. Yeah. Type of thing, which that was a cool twist. But then the bigger twist is Shindo and his friend are getting on the plane to go overseas for the next negotiating thing. And then, as Mr. Otaka said, this giant cube drops out the sky and engulfs the plane. plane. And so that starts basically this awesome negotiator negotiating on behalf of the alien with like the rest of the world because he like switches sides immediately. Yeah, it, it was crazy and it was just it was a fun ride and all the deep philosophical questions that you know, like this anime posed like it's like if we had access kind of to alien technology should we use it should, should we, we trust the alien it kind of like what would you do if you were in those shoes and you, you kind of have to be like well i would do this but then again it's like maybe i don't know because there are good arguments on like both sides of the fence for like every decision and I, I really like that, that everybody wasn't on board with it. Like, there are people like Shindo who were like, this is great. This is going to change humanity. Like, this is going to evolve us, you know, light years ahead of time. And then yep. there are other people who are like, this is a bad idea. We need to leave it alone. We don't know anything about this. This guy, his reasons for doing all of this. We shouldn't trust it. And there are some people who are like, blow him up with the missile. And then there are other people who were like, you know, like the news people. I like that he was just like, we don't have a stance on it either way. We just need to tell the people. What's going on. Yeah. Spread the truth. Spread the truth. And um, as you go along in the anime, the questions get deeper. Because at first, it's just, I'm not going to say it's harmless. But he gives you basically this endless source of electricity that anyone can create for themselves. Yeah. So it's like, imagine being in like a third world country. And now you have lights and you have running water and you have all these things because he gave you this endless source of power that will never run out like you'll live like 10 lifetimes before it runs out of power and even then it won't yeah you know so it's like that's cool but then he starts introducing these things that that he's like if you just look at it it's gonna warp the human mind yeah and you have to think about stuff like that like do you really want your brain tampered yeah Mm-hmm. Like with the WOM, you can... Oh, that's what they call the endless light source. Yeah. We're assuming that you saw the anime at this point. Yeah. But uh, it was just... It was deep. And it just... It was so much fun. Yeah. And, it was uh, a and good ride. Like, I, even the way that, like, the UN was handling things, it was like, you know what? That's very believable. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see them being like, no, this endless supply of energy that can really be great for the world? Nah, we need to lock this up under a key. And we need to control it. And we need to control it or whatever. You know, we're treating these things like they're nuclear warheads because they're endless supply of energy. Yeah, because, like, really, the government's not out to help the people. They're out to control the people. Mm-hmm. And protect their own interests. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because, you know, the guy who comes, his name is Ashimina. He's the alien in question. And he's basically he basically points that out to the government. He's like, so... It's cool that, you know, y'all each have a structure for helping the people because the people need that. But by doing the structure and breaking it up, you're actually hindering the people from, you know, reaching their potential. 
Yeah. So it's like kind of a oxymoron, double-edged sword type mm-hmm. thing. And he points that out, that the government is not the people that he came to help and that he came to listen to. Yeah. And it was just really crazy. And like his analogies, it was like, I'll never forget the one with the cube mm-hmm. or whatever with the wand. And he was just like, hey, like, I understand why this nation takes from this nation and that nation takes from that nation or whatever because uh-huh. you're all fighting over your limited resources or whatever and, you know, you protect each other by the land masses you're on. It's like, that all makes sense. But this whole thing breaks down when you're fighting over a, a resource of unlimited quantity. Yeah. And it was just like, and he broke down how dangerous it would be with the current mentality of humanity. Abhorting everything. Abhorting everything when it comes to something that has an endless supply. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. So it was, it was really good. And it makes you think and it makes you question yourself and what you know, how you would yourself would react to an alien showing up with technology. Because other than that, I like is that for most of these episodes, you see it from like Shindo's point of view. So you see Zashunina and his interactions and you start to think that, okay, maybe he's not such a bad guy. But then you also get the out the people who aren't with Zashunina all the time. And they're like, what is his true goal? I don't trust him. Like if there's this endless supply, why would he just, you know, give it away? And maybe that's a, you know, a humanistic mentality. Yeah. However, it. But if he has endless supply, why not? Yeah. True, but then you find out as the episodes go along that these people who were questioning his motives are right along because his whole goal was to transport everyone from basically the universe that we're in to his own universe because he finds them interesting. But in that process, like it was a very, very slim chance, like less than 1% that anybody was going to survive. Mm-hmm. And when Shindo, the person who's supposed to be his friend, you know, it's like, hey, you can't do that. We need to stay in our own universe, whether you help us or not, you know. And then you see his true nature come out. Yep. You know, and it's like, who, no matter who you are, you have your own objectives, your own goals, your own agenda. And it just sort of brings that to light and shows both sides of the story really well. So at the end, you're left not really knowing who was right and who was wrong. Yeah. It was, it was so good. And even the characters were good in this one. Yeah. You know, and I just, I just loved all of them. It was just, it was a wonderful ride. Yeah. But um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. If you liked it, please subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends about it, and make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at I'd Rather Anime. If you want to share your opinion about the anime that we talked about, then tweet at us or send us a message on Anchor, and we might share it on the next episode of the podcast. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to anime with us. Until next time, peace. Out.